You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. Today, we're going to share what travel hacking is, how we got started, and our favorite trips using points and miles. Stay tuned to find out how I got a $28,000 trip to the Maldives for just $2,000. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. And we are Travel Hacking Moms. We are so excited. Today is our very first episode of the Travel Hacking Mom Show and we cannot wait to jump into it. So let's go. In today's episode, we're going to tell you how we got started with travel hacking and share our favorite trip that we've taken using points and miles. But before we get into all that, let's go over what travel hacking is. So in the most basic terms, travel hacking is leveraging credit card welcome offers in order to rack up tons of points and miles and then redeem those points and miles for nearly free travel. This is something that all three of us have been doing for years, and we can't wait to show you exactly how you can do it too. So an example of what this looks like is one of the cards we recommend most is the Chase Sapphire Preferred. With that card, you get... 60,000 Chase Ultimate Rewards points after spending $4,000 in three months. I know this might all seem complicated, but promise we are going to break it all down so that it is easy to understand for all of you. So, Alex, tell us how you got started with Travel Hacking and with Travel Hacking Mom. Okay, so years ago, I'm trying to think how long ago it was, probably maybe I. No, no. Like when I fir- very first heard about it was probably like 10 years ago, maybe around there. So I had a friend in college and after college, like I kept seeing her on Instagram and stuff, like going on all these amazing vacations. And at the time, her husband was a law school student. You know, law school students typically don't have, I mean, as Jess would know as a lawyer, as a past law school student, I'm assuming you don't have like tons of money to be traveling all the time. So I kept seeing this friend of mine traveling and I'm like, how in the world are you doing it? And she's like, oh, we use credit card welcome offers. And I was like, okay, like I know credit cards offer you welcome offers, but how are you like traveling at this level? Like I didn't understand it. I was like so confused and overwhelmed by the idea that I was like, okay, that's really cool that you figured out that you can do this, but I could never do that. So then fast forward, like, probably six or so years ago, and I was scrolling through Instagram, and a different person that I knew from college, their brother actually, had started an Instagram account teaching people how to travel on points and miles. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is what my friend did, this, or this is what she does. And so I, like, dove in because I, at the time, I had three kids. I was, I live in Utah. It was dreary winter. And I was like, I just want to travel, but didn't feel like we had the budget to do it. I just dove in, learned everything I could. And like probably 10 months later after learning about it, I was in Hawaii with my husband and it was amazing. So once I learned about it, I talked to my mom about it and mom, why don't you share 
kind of how I roped you into it. Well, I was doing a lot of travel at that time. And once you had told me about travel hacking, I was 100% in. I had been an extreme couponer. And um, I used to use, I used to write for a very popular coupon blog and I would use the money that I got from writing for them to go on vacations. I was also an RN and I used to use all the money that I could save from what we didn't need to live on a family for trips. And I remember I used to always want to travel more and I'd tell my husband that we were going to, I was going to go here or there. And he'd say, well, where's the money coming from? And I'd say, well, I'm just going to work an extra shift. So it became a joke in our family that there was only so many days in a week. I couldn't get that many extra shifts to pay for all my love of travel. So when you told me about this, Alex, I was like, oh my goodness, this is right up my alley. And I was more than happy to trade free shampoo for free trips. And I've never looked back. So Jess, how did you get in? And and more importantly, how did you end up working with us? I know. Okay. So how I got started with travel hacking, it's kind of similar to Alex. I had a coworker who was going all over the place with her husband and her kids. And one day I just went into her office and I was like, tell me what the deal is. Like, how are you affording to take all these amazing trips? And so she told me about travel hacking I was very skeptical at first, like a lot of people who come to us. Like, I see so much of my 2015 self in the DMs and the emails that we get from people. So I was super skeptical, but I trusted her. And so she sent me a couple of blogs, and I just started reading them and became obsessed and sort of just fell down the rabbit hole of travel hacking, started opening up cards, and then the rest is history. Like I just got addicted to it and I have not stopped since 2015. So that is how I got into it. And then how I became a travel hacking mom is that actually Alex and I met on Instagram and we sort of just hit it off. We're very similar in a lot of ways. And so we just sort of became fast friends and I met her and Pam in person for the first time. In December 2021, we had like a women in travel hacking meetup and I met them there and we still just like clicked in person. And we so though. we were like, like later on, we were like, what if I had the thought, like, what if we bet? And it was like, oh, we don't click in person. Like we joked about how that would have been awkward, but luckily it worked out. Yeah. Alex <laughs> like was a like, first date. Like... It was kind of like a going on a blind date. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've never done like, you know, like the, what is it where you like Tinder stuff? like is Alex gonna swipe right or swipe left no but you know what I mean like we're like people like meet each other online they're like oh let's go meet in real life and it's like total flops like luckily we got along in person yeah so luckily all was well I got along with Pam and Alex in person and then later on in June of 2022 they asked me to join Travel Hacking Mom. It was actually Pam's idea. So shout out to Pam for convincing Alex to do it. It was was really hard to convince. It didn't take much convincing. (laughs) So yeah, so in June 2022, they invited me to just become part of the Travel Hacking Mom team. So I had already been considering quitting my full-time job as a lawyer and 
I immediately said yes to them and gave my notice and joined the Travel Hiking Mom team. And I am super excited to have made that transition. Yes. Yeah. So kind of like why we started Travel Hiking Mom, I started it once like I was traveling and I had these friends be like, how are you doing this? Like, how are you going on these trips? And so I'd start to explain it to them. And you guys can probably relate where like the people's eyes just glaze over and you're like, oh, I've lost them. <laughs> and so I had friends that would be like, you need to like start a blog. And the blog that I learned from stopped doing it. And I just had a hard time finding like a beginner friendly place to go. And one that was like geared towards women. Like so many of the people in this space are men teaching men. And it just wasn't really geared towards women and families. And so we saw an opportunity there. I So I started it and I was like, this is really difficult and overwhelming to do this by myself. So like six months later, I asked my mom to join me. And then we've been doing this since 2019. Like January 2019, I believe, is when we actually like officially launched our website. And then, yeah, just about two, is that two and a half years later that we brought you on, Jess, then? Yeah. One of the reasons we wanted to bring Jess on was that with two of us, there's just, we had a lot of ideas of things that we'd like to do. Jess already had an awesome course that we didn't have to reinvent the wheel. And so we knew we could get a course and a really hard worker and... This just enables us to start a podcast and do some other things that we wanted to do that we just couldn't do with just two people. So now we are three travel hacking moms. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about our favorite trips that we've ever done using points and miles. So, mom, do you want to share yours first? Sure. Um, mine took place about a year ago, um, and I, and like I know we've talked, we've joked, we've said that trying to figure out what your favorite trip is is like trying to figure out what your favorite child is because they all are memorable, they are are all wonderful, and the fact that we can do them for next to nothing is just the icing on the cake. But about a year ago, um, I did a trip with my sister. She and I try to go somewhere every year, and we went to Greece and Italy. What made this trip really a lot of fun for me is that she had never traveled in business class before. And so being able to share that experience with her and watch her was super, super fun. We met in Chicago. Lots of times we will do what's called positioning for a flight. And that means that you take a cheap flight. We both took really cheap flights, Southwest flights to Chicago. She lives in Arizona. We met there and we started our flight there. We used United Miles. I had United Miles. She didn't. She had the Chase Sapphire Preferred card. She transferred her points into United Miles. And we flew business class from there to Santorini. What'd she think of business class? You said it was her first time. She was so excited. I don't think she slept. That's how excited (laughs) she was. I I mean, you know, she just couldn't get over it. You know, she couldn't believe how good the food was. And she said she, you know, she would just kind of watch things during the night. She was just so excited. She couldn't sleep. I feel like that's part of the fun is when you get to go with somebody who hasn't experienced travel hacking yet. It just makes it even more fun to like kind of enjoy it again. Like it's like almost your first time again. Absolutely. So it was really fun. I think we used about 77,000 points each for that trip. 
Uh, and it was business class all the way with a stop, I think, in Munich. We were able to go to a couple airport lounges. Anybody that gets to know me is going to find out that I am a major airport lounge geek. I will drone on and on about them. I love them. They change my <laughs> flying experience completely. But we went to Santorini and to the island of, of Paros. Both were amazing. I've been to Santorini twice. I don't know if I could ever not go there, at least for a couple of days. Just got back from there. And there was nothing like that aha moment when you see Santorini. The views, it is Greece. Like, it doesn't even look real. Like, it no. looks like a fake backdrop. It really, <laughs> yeah, it like, is. I had never experienced this. You know, if you're like, oh, it takes, like, things take your breath away. I had never experienced that till I went to Santorini. Like, we would walk out of our – because my mom and I also went in, what was that, 2018, I think, Mom? Mm-hmm. When we – when I would walk out of our room, like, the view, I would literally like, oh, my gosh, this is unbelievable. Right. And yeah. I'm always amazed because some people will say and write that, ah, it's okay. It's overrated. Oh, not for me. And I'd say for the other – for either of you, it's not overrated. No. It is I that think, aha moment. I think what people struggle with when they go there is like – if, for example, if you go there on a cruise stop, you're probably not going to like it because there's a trillion other people there. But once the cruise ships like leave for the day, it's amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, and if you stay, and if you stay in Ia, like the the main part where all the blue domes are, that is huge because yeah, you know you, you have can to just stay walk out your hotel or your Airbnb and you have like the private area. You know, a lot of the area gets crowded where the public is watching the sunset but if you have your own private area right there like we didn't have that problem at all with other people yeah. being in our way that's a good point you have to stay there yeah so we, we for that portion of the trip we just used an airbnb and we both chipped in and i actually want to go back just so i can stay in the hyatt that just stayed in this this last time. I thought the Airbnbs were a good deal and they are a good deal, but I have to stay in her Hyatt. That was yeah. amazing. And don't so worry, me, we're gonna Jess is gonna give us a whole rundown on a future episode all about her trip. So we'll go into a lot more detail. Yeah. We'll be doing a lot of trip reports. So then we from there we went to Venice and we stayed at a Marriott. It was a Marriott AC. That's one of the Marriott brands. AC is just kind of a more of a boutique type of Marriott. We stayed on points there. It was great. Very central. We took a train then to Lake Como. And there we stayed at one of my very favorite hotels ever. It's a small luxury hotel. It's a special brand that you can book with Hyatt points. The amazing thing is that these are really over-the-top hotels. They range from $700, $800 a night, but they only cost like 25000 Hyatt points. So they're really a good bargain. This place, it was the Grand Victoria hotel concept and spa. I'm probably messing up the name, but anyway, I have a review on it. It was amazing. Talk about lifestyle of the rich and famous. I felt like we were so rich. They, The staff treated <laughs> us like we were so rich. We had such an amazing uh, breakfast buffet every morning and uh, they, it was, it was incredible. They gave us a room upgrade. It was amazing. And now I booked that for my trip. Yes. Because I read your review. And so we're just going to swap and I'm going to go to your Italy hotels and you can go to my Greece hotels on points. Exactly. From Lake Como, we went to Milan 
and stayed at a Hyatt Centric. And the, we were there for a couple of days, just checking that out. And then we stayed at a Sheraton. So all of our stays in Italy were on points or miles. And it was just an incredible stay that I, I, Greece and Italy are just my fave. They have my heart. Um, I could go back to the, either of them every year. Love it. So Jess, tell us about your favorite stay. This is so hard because there are so many trips that I want to talk about, but I think my favorite overall has been Scotland. It is just amazingly beautiful. And we went, we've actually been there twice. The first time we went to Scotland and London, we went to Edinburgh and London, and then we fell in love with Scotland. And so two years later, we went back and this time we did only Scotland. We did Edinburgh and more of the Highlands, like Inverness and the Isle of Skye. It was just, we went in the summer both times. And so the weather was amazing. Like we're coming from Texas where, you know, it's like 90 (laughs) or 100 degrees in the summer. And so to be able to go to Scotland and have to bring jackets to wear at night was just such a treat. And the views are amazing. The people are amazing. Did you guys Um, take kids on that trip? Yeah. So both times, all six of us went. So I have my husband and I have a daughter and then I have three stepkids. And so there are six of us and all six of us went both times. Flights on points, hotels on points. In Inverness, we did stay at like a VRBO house because there are not a ton of hotel options on points in those like smaller towns and villages but in edinburgh we did stay on points both times and it's just amazing my like inner outlander fan came out and i just loved it so much and being able to do it like that's just a trip we would never be able to afford without points and miles like the flights and we didn't even fly in business class. We flew in economy, and the flights alone for six of us would have been like $10,000. What, what I, airline did you fly? The first time we flew United and using United Miles. And then the second time we flew Singapore Airlines. There is a Fifth Freedom Singapore flight from Houston to Manchester, England. And so we flew direct from Houston to Manchester using Singapore miles. And then we just took the train up to Edinburgh. It's just a couple of hours. So I've heard say even Singapore economy is good. Did you find that? Yes, it is. Singapore economy is great. The flight attendants are great with kids. Like they had little booklet, like coloring books for my daughter. And like even the food and economy is really good on Singapore. So we had no complaints. I love that trip, too, because I feel like we get a lot of people, like even just this last week, I've gotten some messages where it's like, is this possible with like families of five? And it's like, you took six people to Europe twice on points. Like, that's a lot. And yeah. I, wasn't the first time like kind of early in your travel hacking? Yeah, the first. So I started in 2015 and we took that first trip in 2017. So, I mean, it was just a couple of years after I started, you know, able to rack up all those United miles. And then Singapore, the reason we didn't fly Singapore that time is because that route didn't exist at that time. It's sort of a newish route. And so the thing I like about the Singapore route is all all the banks transfer to Singapore. And so it is really easy to rack up enough miles for that. And even if you don't live in Houston, you know, it's, it's central part of the country. So like Pam said, taking a positioning flight to Houston could be worth it just to take that route. All right, Alex, you're up. Favorite hey. trip? 
like you guys said, it's like so hard to choose. But okay, so I have gone to Hawaii every year since I've started travel hacking. So obviously, like I'm obsessed with Hawaii. But I'm going to choose something else. I'm going to choose my trip to the Maldives. Because it was like one of those trips where you feel like I'm you don't think you're ever actually going to do it. It's like one of those things on your bucket list that you're like, maybe I'll do this when I'm like retired or older and I have more time at my disposal and don't have four little kids at home. So it was like just a dream that we could even do that trip. And I also thought like, I don't know, I didn't feel like I felt like I'd have to be travel hacking for like 10 years before I could do a big trip like that. And it's like, you don't, (laughs) you just have to get the points. So it kind of all like we weren't even planning on going to the Maldives. So we just went in March of 2022. And it wasn't planned. But what happened was Marriott came out with a new hotel there. Like I think it opened September of 2021. And when it opened, like they opened with not not charging you very many points. And so I was talking to my mom about it. I'm like, I don't know, like I'd like to go, but I kind of want to see reviews. Like if I'm going all that way far, I want to make sure it's a nice place. So once reviews started coming out, like it was getting really great reviews. And what was cool is at the time you could book into the overwater bungalow as like the base room, which you usually can't do with points in most places. It's usually like an upgraded room. So I was talking to my mom and she's like, you guys have got to go. Like we already had the Marriott point sitting there. She's like, I will watch your kids. This opportunity doesn't come around every day. You've got to go. So you have the best, tra- you have the best travel hack there is a mom that will watch your children. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> I'm really spoiled. <laughs> so I was a little stressed though, like going that far away and leaving the kids. Like I have a few times my mom, I'm like, should we really go? And she's like, you've got to go. You've got to go. So she really was like pushing us out the door (laughs) because I was just stressed to like go that far and like yeah just I'm kind of a stressor sometimes with leaving the kids but anyway so that is how we stayed we stayed on Marriott points and then did I say the hotel it was Limeridian Maldives if I didn't say it but to fly there we flew Emirates and what's really cool about Emirates is all the major transferable point currencies transfer to Emirates and we got really lucky here too because literally like a week after I booked our flights the price of points and the taxes and fees went up a ton. So I wouldn't probably do it now, but it was a really awesome flight. We flew from JFK to Dubai and then Dubai to Malé. And then from there, we took a seaplane to the resort and we did business class and it was, it was incredible. And my husband had never done business class. So he was just like, his like <laughs> jaw was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, you know? And then coming home, we used American Airlines miles, which I had been racking up some American Airlines points because I had this bucket list goal in mind that I never knew it was hap- what it would happen when it would happen. But I wanted to make sure I had the points, and so I luckily had the American Airlines miles. I think we had to open up one more card for Mitch's flight, and then we booked Qatar Q Suites. Using American Airlines miles, we booked it on American Airlines website home from Malé to Doha and then Doha to Dallas and then Dallas to Salt Lake. So it's a lot of flying. (laughs) So I like I we were both like, are we ever going to do this again? Like this was so long. And then we were home for like a week and I was like, I would do that again. You really can't explain it unless you go because you're there and it's just like so beautiful you don't even see the other people at the resort unless you like going to eat like you feel like you're on a secluded island almost 
And and the flights you took seemed like they were sort of an experience on their own. 100%. Like coming home, it was like, oh, I'm not as sad because now I get to go fly Qatar Q-Suite. <laughs> and that's like part <laughs> of the experience. Yeah, exactly. So it was like a dream come true vacation. That is amazing. And you probably would have spent like what thirty thousand dollars on that trip if you were That's paying a really good wasn't guess. it something I, crazy I did, like that yeah i did the math and i think it was a twenty eight thousand just over twenty eight thousand dollar vacation and we paid I think around $2,000. And that's including like in the $2,000, that's including like our food. That is, which is really expensive in the Maldives. Which is very, so. yeah, it's expensive there. So we actually did like a meal plan to make it more affordable where it like covered our breakfast and our dinner. And then we just ate breakfast really late. So then we didn't have to pay to eat lunch. <laughs> I like that. There's like another it. travel hack for you guys. Yeah, you're travel hacking the hack. Bonus edition. Or bonus so if some some of you are thinking this sounds too good to be true, a lot of people think that, that some of our friends see us go on these trips all the time and think we've just got a great inheritance or something, you know. Most things that seem too good to be true really are too, are too good to be true. This is one of those things that actually works. And as you stick with us, we will show you more and more trips where, that we have done for pennies on the dollar and been able to create great family memories with our spouses or with our children. And it is just the most amazing hobby to get into. I couldn't have said it better. Totally agree. So thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you'll stick around and listen to more. In our future episodes, we're going to get more into the nitty gritty of travel hacking. We're going to be sharing some awesome trip reports and sharing how you can do some of these same trips that we've done. And if you want to get a jump start, be sure to check out our free webinar. We'll include a link in the show notes. We're really excited to see where this game of credit card points and miles takes you. So be sure to reach out and share your travel hacks with us. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.